Welcome back, guys, to a brand new episode of the Leeds United Talk podcast. Today, we're reviewing Ipswich Town versus Leeds United, which was Ipswich 3, Leeds United 4. So excited um, about uh, doing a review again. Finally, we can do a review where we've actually won a match of football. It's incredible. I'm so happy that we've actually won. And winning games, surprisingly, motivates me to make these episodes i should make them more often though but we're back and now with this front four that we have is absolutely incredible it's going to motivate me to make content for you guys here on the leeds united talk podcast and yeah even video format today so yeah let's get started with the match of the weekend in the championship i believe what a performance it was what a game it was um let's just get this started i think ipswich were a little bit better than us and possession-wise, they had a uh, 58% possession. They controlled the game. I thought they were decent. And yeah, I, I think they were a little bit um, undone by it, like a little bit unfair by the result. I think they did enough to win the match, in my opinion. Um, they just weren't clinical. They had 23 shots, and only 7 were on target. We had 14 shots, and 9 were on target. So... That just speaks a little bit about the quality that we have coming down from the Premier League and then coming up from League One. But Ipswich were great, moving the ball side to side. They were brilliant. That uh, the midfielder, the Morley guy, he was annoying. He was annoying. He was, oh, just, man. I don't know how he didn't get a, a red card by some point of the game. He was being a total crazy man. Um, yeah, it was just, just not, uh, just frustrating that guy and then let's go into the defensive errors before we go into the the fun stuff the attacking amazing stuff that we were doing which were absolutely incredible by the way super pleased with the attacking play that we provided yesterday off of the front four scored we'll talk about Willie Nonto and Lucy Mistera a little bit more in depth and what I thought let's talk about all of them but first let's get to a defensive um, errors, I'll say, and it's a first own goal with Joe Roden. Um, uh, it's a nice ball clipped in from the the striker to the winger. They were interchanging a little bit. They were doing some interchange most of the game, and it was the striker playing in the winger. And yeah, it was a little bit disappointing there. Puts in the cross, not really anybody there. You gotta have a shot from Melier there. And then Rodon is going to end up on goaling it. And I personally think this goal was offside. I saw a few takes. Think I think it's offside. Don't know why the linesman doesn't... That linesman was absolutely awful. Don't know why he didn't put up the flag. It's like Ipswich had freaking 14 men on the pitch. Um, they, the referees were on their team. And yeah, it was absolutely awful from the referee. How is that not flagged offside? Like, I have... No understanding of why that wasn't flagged offside. Really disappointed with that. And then we'll get into um, Jorginho Ruta. What a goal that was. The the pass from Ailing over the top was decent. The control from Ruta. And he takes on about like four people at the same time. And then with the right foot off balance. The strike isn't the cleanest, but it's good enough. And the finish off the post and in. Absolutely brilliant for Jorginho Ruta. Super buzzing about that. He gets his goal. He's totally deserved. He's deserved the goal for um, 
just for his confidence, not really this play on the pitch hasn't been as well, but he deserved the goal, and I'm so happy that he got it because he, uh, it's just brilliant. I love Jorginho. His personality is amazing, and you just feel for him. He's really young, and he deserved it. I just, I'm just so happy for Jorginho. And then we have the Willie Nonto goal. Worked around really nicely. Starts on one side of the pitch. Works over to Sinistera. Then he finds Byram. Byram puts a lovely ball in. Keeper should have dealt with it a little bit better in my opinion. He, he probably could have um, come out a little bit more. Nonto was really brave going in at the back post with their fullback. Or that might have been the center back. But the defender there with the goalkeeper. Very nicely done. And he finished it. What I could see from the fan vlogs at the at the away end at Portman Road um, didn't seem to be too much booing and I can understand if you go both ways we'll talk about the winning onto situation in a little bit but I can understand if you go both ways then next up is uh, Joe Perot's goal finally a debut goal absolutely brilliant I loved his interchange with Jorginho Ruta found that absolutely brilliant just the way they would rotate around each other Oh, I just found that absolutely incredible the the link up it's like Jorginho was a new player uh, on the pitch because um, he just looked with so much confidence because he just knew he had the quality around him he knew he Luis Nonto Piro um, many more Ampadu Gray in that midfield he just had a confidence that he could do something and it was just brilliant the, the interchange between him and Perot were brilliant but now let's talk about Perot's goal Sinistera cuts in shoots keeper should hold on to that in my opinion I think the keeper was should be disappointed with that and should be disappointed with the Nonto goal as well should be really disappointed how does he not hold on to the football there the strike wasn't even that powerful and uh, Perot is just in the right spot which is absolutely brilliant if that was Bamford who knows if that would have been a goal because um, who knows if he would have picked up the ball there. I mean, it would have picked up the area that Perot was at. Who knows if he would have been in that area to pick up the ball and did the strike first time. And then um, we have the uh, Nathan Boardhead goal with uh, Cody Drama coming in for uh, Sam Byron. Hope Sam Byron is back and healthy in a few weeks and didn't seem to be great it looked like a hamstring type injury so yeah we'll see when Sam Byron's back he had a decent performance of course he had the assists for um, Willie Nonto's goal but now let's talk about um, Nathan Borhead's goal and uh, Cody Drama came onto the pitch for Sam Byron um, like I think hopefully it's time that uh, Leeds is not over first uh, Cody Drama he needs to be played on that right side hopefully this week against Salford he gets played on that right side instead of Luke Ayling give Ayling a rest he's still having a mad performance yesterday but um, put him in Cody Drama tomorrow start him on the right hand side and see what happens but just does everything wrong there the control is bad the no look up the, the head the, the, the turn of the head and the pass and then the communication between Melier and Rodon is off and that should have been dealt with better that was just really disappointed 
And then we have we go to halftime. Daniel Falcon makes a change, a really important change in Jamie Shackleton. Shackleton, he was decent in the West Brom game. I was really impressed with him yesterday as well. I'm not saying he should be starting every game. He should not. He should be a great rotation player. He can, he's doing the Stuart Dallas role basically right now. He can play absolutely anywhere. He can push, put him at striker next game, you know. He probably scored four goals. No, it's kidding. That will never happen. He will not even score one. Um, but he's just doing it. He's doing his role. He's doing what he needs to. That's great. Came in for at left back. Never played there. Brilliant. And he got the assist for Lucina Steris goal. Let's just go on to that. Good counter-attack. Jamie Shackleton, that's the thing. From a midfielder, he could carry the ball. And he did that really nicely. Slots in, Luis. And then this guy, um, uh, Brandon Williams, the new signing for Ipswich. Man, this guy, why were we linked to him? Man, new player. Never won him here. Um, trying to pull Luis down. Falls in the middle of it. Just already terrified of Luis. Just sees him and he's terrified, mate. And then Sinister and just slots at home. And brilliant finish. Just outpaced the middle. He made it look so easy with the pace. Obviously, that's just pace. It's not skill. But the skill is where the finish is at. And the finish was absolutely brilliant. I love Luis. Hopefully, he'll stay. It was a brilliant finish. Um, and yeah. And now let's get on to the, the third goal. And it's um, the referee. Um, the referee was awful, like woeful from the referee. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just done with the referee, mate. How are you adding four minutes or five minutes? And then we're the seventh or eighth minute, and you let him score, like, and then after the goal, he let it play on for one more minute, like, mate. Was he trying to get Ipswich to make it 4-4? Like, the game is dead. You don't want players getting injured, getting cramps and stuff like that. Just blow the whistle, mate. Why would you add five minutes? The game was already dead. Um, just add three in this in the game when it's the third minute. I know it's a minimum, but two minutes over? Are you serious? The strike was good from Connor Chaplin. Brilliant strike with the left foot. Goes across. Maybe he had a deflection in there. Don't really think Melia could have done much about it. If there was a deflection, even less he could have done about it. And yeah. Now let's talk to uh, statistics. Uh, shots on target was 7 from Ipswich, 9 from us. They had 23 shots. We had 14. Just putting them on target is so important. Um, and Ipswich hadn't lost at home in forever. They hadn't conceded more than 4 goals since McKenna got there. So that was nice to see. Scoring goals. I don't remember the, the last time that we scored four goals in the game. Maybe it was the maybe the Bournemouth game in um, at Ellen Road last season. I think that's where we scored four. That game was crazy. But, um, yeah, the possession there, 58, we had 42. I thought we would have a little bit more, but Ipswich is really good controlling the possession, moving the ball around. Then the passes, they had 510. We had 381. Look, the passes is just... If you have more possession, you're probably going to make more passes. Unless if somebody's just dribbling around the pitch. But, yeah. And then, we just got to um, sort out the offsides. We had three offsides. They had zero offsides. We just got to watch our lines a little bit more. In the Cardiff game, I remember, there everybody was off their line. 
but it feels like they've been fixing it. The number's been going down and down, so that's good. Now, we just need to get this front four in rhythm, just get them playing, just, ah. Oh. If we get these, if we get these lads playing, oh, it's it's over, it's over, mate. If we get these lads just combining and everything, so yeah. So we know how Daniel Falker likes to play a four-two-three-one, but basically yesterday was a four-four-two old style four-four-two. You can still see how it is um, a four-two-three-one. Ruta was kind of the nine yesterday, to be quite honest. Perot was playing more of the ten. I just loved how they interchanged. They just made it unpredictable. And Nonto at least were also switching sides as well. They made it really unpredictable. And now let's go for some ratings of these match performances. Ilian Melier, um don't think he was at fault for the first one. So I think a little bit at fault for the first one actually. The second one, what was that one? Oh, the Cody Drama one. Yeah, I think he's at fault. At some portion as well for that one and um, it was not a fault for the third one so I think yeah I think it was a, a five let's give Dalo a try in the cup let's give him a try and next up is Luke Ailing so uh, Always going forward, he's a little bit decent, holds on to the football a little bit too much, trying to do like Roquette a few times in the second half. There's one he got dispossessed, he got rid of two players really nicely, just passed it off to Jamie Shackleton that was on that on that side. Just stop holding on to the ball so much. Just 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 distribute it, you know. Then we have um Rodon, I think he was really solid. A little bit of fault for the second goal. And of course the own goal, but I don't he needs to hear the shout that there's nobody there. Melee could easily collect that one, I believe. So, yeah, it's just, I think it's a six. Pascal struggled decent as well. Um, the whole back line could have just dropped the lines a little bit, maybe like five yards, and the balls over the top that they were playing weren't going to work anymore. Don't know why they didn't think about that in the first half. These balls over the top were just coming in. The second half, we were more sat back, and then they were pressuring us, and that's where I feel like we could be more stable. And that's why we were more stable last season as well. Just these balls over the top that all these teams played on us last year and right now against Ipswich, we need to wash those balls over the top. You, those are unacceptable. Next up is uh, Sam Byram. Beautiful cross. Hopefully he's fine. And they give him a 7. Um, let's go with Willie Nonso. Okay. He had a decent performance. Defensively speaking, he came back, tracked back, did really nicely. Really happy with that from Nonto. Um, yeah, solid performance from Willie. They're going to give him a 7 with a goal as well. Archie Gray, brilliant, 17 years old. Uh, basically the same age as a freaking young lad in secondary school, mate. Um, yeah, it's just, just amazing. He's in college, basically. Don't even know what to say. 17 years old. Um, yeah, really, really solid from Archie Gray. Hopefully we do bring in Kamara in the midfield so we can rotate him and he just have that nice spark off the bench if we need some fresh legs. And yeah, Ethan Ampadu, brilliant. This man wins every single ball in the middle of the park. He's just a better version of Tyler Adams and he costs like 17 million pounds less. So absolutely brilliant. Don't know why we didn't sign him last season. Should, he would have been brilliant last season. Then we have Sinistera, 
brilliant performance from him. I forgot to give Embadu a rating. He's a 7. Sinistera, brilliant. These defenders are absolutely terrified of him. Don't even know what to do when they see him from him. And the finish was absolutely superb. That's twice this season that Sini has had a strike. Not the best strike. He can strike the football better than when he strikes. But he's caused issues off his strikes. And they've led to goals to Somerville goal in the Cardiff game. And this goal for Joe Perot. So yeah. Next up, Jorginho Ruta. Man of the match. 10 out of 10. Oh my goodness, I can go on for 10 minutes about Jorginho Ruta. Absolutely brilliant from the line. So happy to see him get on the score sheet. Hopefully he just continues on. I don't see him as necessarily a scorer like Victor Orta saw. I don't know what he saw in the goal score. I see a creative player there. I just see somebody that has technique. He can create plays for everybody else. He can create for himself. Just brilliant. Jorginho Ruta, what a performance. What a goal from the lad. Next up is uh, Joe Perot. Um... Good performance. He's an 8. Good job following the goal. Interchange with Ruta was brilliant. Had a few chances. Maybe he could have slot one of them away. He had those two in the second half. If he would have slot those home away, the game would have been less tight. And yeah, I think that would have been good. Next up is, um, well, Charlie Crestle, uh, Jocko JB, and Gil Harbour in there for like five minutes. So can't really judge them. Cody Drama is like a 3. I feel really bad for him as well. Fonka admitted that it was his mistake playing him at left back. And yeah, it's just sad for him. Hopefully he gets a try in the Sofa game. We'll see. And uh, Jamie Shackleton thought it was really good. Let's give him an 8. Came in to his position. He's never played. And he did really solid. So yeah, really happy with the performance. Offensively speaking, defensively we still need to make some new signings. Glenn Kamara should be coming in. Amari would be brilliant to bring in at the 10 so we could play Falcus Falcus actual system and Yeah, bring in a new fan back fullback. Hopefully junior field is coming back. I know a lot of the fan base doesn't uh, Like highly rate him. I rate him pretty good. I think he's a good fullback and Offensively speaking he's brilliant and defensively speaking he could be decent He's not as good defensively speaking as Byron, but he can use his left foot because he's left footed and yeah at right back um, if we're not going to get Cody Trauma to try, please bring in Jed Spence on loan from Tottenham. I know everybody's saying it. Just bring him in. He's brilliant. He was so important to that Nottingham side um, two seasons ago when they got promoted. Just bring him in. So, guys, that's going to be it for today on the Leeds United Talk podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And, yeah, we'll hopefully have more Leeds United victories this season and more episodes.